Pro fans all over the world, we welcome you to the Pro Fan Arena where prolific sports fandom, a desire for wisdom in life and work, for the purpose of glorifying God through our gifts and talents, all rumble together. Thank you for joining us. Now introducing your starting lineup. Standing five feet nine from the University of Take Responsibility, playing the position of Chief Encourager, your host, the founder of Pro Fan League, the Pro Fan, Bradley Gibbs! Welcome into the Pro Fan League arena. I hope your seat is just right. I hope it's close enough to the court, not too far. Not too close, not too hard, not too soft. Today we are talking expectations. Ah! Scrambled eggs. My seat's too close, my seat's too far, my seat's too high, my seat's just right. Where's the free popcorn? My name's Brad Gibbs, the founder of Pro Fan League. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Jesus Christ is alive. He has conquered sin and death. And that makes this a great day. Now, lace up your Nike Air Up Tempo 96s. And let's talk sports. That Nike Air Up Tempo 96 has a nostalgic place in my heart my grandma bought me a pair in elementary school they were all black and they have the big air spelled in white up the side now i got a request from dedicated listener mike from mount joy yeah, marietta that i start posting The shoes that I talk about on social media, Facebook, so people can see them. I'm working on this. It's low-hanging fruit. I just have to pick it and figure out the best way to do it. So hopefully, amongst a variety of opportunities and new wrinkles that Pro Fan League will be rolling out here in the spring, you will be able... To see the shoe that I'm talking about. If you don't go look it up yourself. My initial inclination is you will be able to see it at profanleague.com. Yes, this show has a website. And it's called profanleague.com. You can also find a variety of things at Twitter. On Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Bradley. S. Gibbs. There's a hashtag, hashtag pro fan view. And I will often put things on Facebook as well. And then we have the new YouTube channel, which is at Pro Fan League, where every Saturday, Monday, and Wednesday, there's a Pro Fan League 3 for 3, which is just a short encouragement. To motivate, to give you a dose of, a dose of go-go juice for your day. To draw us to the Lord 
give us something to think about. Like yesterday, when was the last time you took someone out to lunch? And how I believe one of the most powerful questions one person can ask another person is, do you want to go to lunch? So, get outside your comfort zone. Take someone to lunch. But prepare for it. Write down some questions. Understand how you want to encourage them. Understand what you want to know about that person. What is your big why in taking somebody out to lunch? Maybe it's just to throw your head back and laugh with them. All of that to say, thanks, Grandma, for this Nike Air up-tempo pair of 96s and the memory that it holds in my life. I wish I would have kept them. Maybe I wish I would have kept them in a box and never wore them. Because nowadays, they're going for like 400 bucks on the shoe resale market. I was looking them up earlier this week, and eye-popping numbers were blowing through my retinas. The shoe resale market is a wild thing. So, I'm grateful for my grandparents' grace to buy me those shoes. I'm grateful that I got to represent them in my elementary school years. And now they are a fun memory. As you heard in the open, today we are discussing expectations. We live in a world full of expectations. And we are surrounded by expectations in the world of sports, aren't we? Don't we put expectations on people very quickly? Expectations are a weird thing. In life, in your life right now, I bet you're feeling some expectations somewhere along the way. From others, not to mention the expectations that we put on ourselves when we look in the mirror. Expectations of how we should look, how we should act, how we interpret the word of God can lend to expectations. Some situations in sports right now off the top of my head where I think expectations. Nick Saban left Alabama. Kalen DeBoer takes his place. You don't think the Alabama football fan base has expectations? Isn't it part of every Alabama's like colloquial, normal, everyday language to finish everything with Roll Tide? Good morning. Roll Tide. I'll have the grits. Roll Tide. You're fired. Roll Tide. You're hired. Roll Tide. Expectations. Bronny James making his freshman debut at USC. This young man back in the like summer had a cardiac event on a basketball floor. He needed attention for a heart issue. Maybe it was earlier. Early last summer, I think. So it postponed the start of his freshman year at USC. Now he's out there. He's not playing like exceptional, noteworthy basketball, but he's LeBron James' son. Firstborn son. So this dude is yoked, piled with big expectations. Now, there's reasons for that, but he is under expectations. Court storming. In 
college basketball, there is this growing feud over should students be able to storm the court after a big win? Because over the weekend, the Duke basketball stud Kyle Filipowski got hurt. Well, got dinged up. They thought it could be serious. When the students from Wake Forest stormed the court after Duke was upset by Wake. Earlier, like last month, month and a half ago, Caitlin Clark of Iowa got knocked over, decleated, waylaid uh, by a Nebraska fan after an upset of Iowa. She got hammered by a student. Knocked her over. She was okay. But there's a lot of risk there. Imagine if her chase of the all-time NCAA scoring record of the great Pistol Pete Maravich was tarnished would not happen because a student (laughs) rocked her, hurt her, and knocked her out for the year while storming the court. This is the concern expectations it's major league baseball preseason spring training is upon us who's gonna win every single team's fan base has expectations some teams have expectations that the team will be sensational some teams have expectations that their team is gonna be terrible expectations NFL draft You have these young men preparing to take their professional leap into the league. They're being ranked in first round, second round, third round, fourth round, fifth round, sixth round, seventh round, undrafted. Expectations. Some of the expectations these men like. Some men will live up to the hype. Some will not. Expectations. A couple weekends ago, Charlie Woods, the son, the 15-year-old son of Tiger Woods, tried to enter a qualifying round to get into a PGA Tour event. It was watched widely, and he ended up shooting 16 over in the pre-qualifying for the Cognizant Classic on the PGA Tour. He did not make the cut at plus 16. And some people rained down the criticism upon him because he didn't play well enough to make the PGA Tour qualifying Cognizant Classic event at 15. Why? Because he's Tiger Woods' son. Expectations. Expectations are a funny thing, aren't they? Isn't it so easy to create expectations? We all live inside a world of expectations. Whether that's right or wrong, it's a reality. What comes closely along, like if expectations are the tractor, I think the wagon attacked attached to expectations has to be communication 
Like real communication. Doesn't it? Like we are quick to to throw our ideas onto other people. Or to expect that others know what we're thinking and saying, how we're feeling, why we're acting the way we do. I thought it was even interesting. I, I'm preparing for this show this morning. I open up the interwebs and right there is a headline that said, Joey Bosa meets with Jim Harbaugh for the first time, establishing expectations. Something like that. Expectations are everywhere. There's so much noise in our ears. This is noise. This podcast is noise in your ear. How do we handle expectations and how do we handle the expectations we put on others and ourselves so briefly in the next few minutes i want to talk about expectations from the side of as a leader how are you communicating your expectations as an individual How are you responding to the expectations that are being put on you? And thirdly, the expectations that you put on yourself. So, first, as a leader, I have the opportunity to be a husband and a father. I have roles at work. I have roles at church. My role at church is... I guess it's kind of a leadership position. It's not anything crazy. But still, I have a responsibility to work with the prayer team at church. And we talk about what it looks like to be on the prayer team. There's opportunities to have expectations as I'm parenting with my kids, communicating to them how my wife and I desire our household to run and what's important to us and the culture we're building in our home. In my marriage, talking with my wife, listening to my wife about what her expectations are, sharing how I believe that things should should happen. These are all expectations. And when we start to live out our expectations, can't it very quickly become a frosty situation if somebody's not living up to our expectations? But what if we poorly communicated our expectations? And not only do we need to communicate them well, But don't we need to be reasonable? Just because you set an expectation clearly doesn't mean that you should be devastated if somebody doesn't live up to it. Relationships do often, to some degree, have a give and take aspect to them. 
So just because you communicated clearly does not mean that's going to be how it goes. So having some sober judgment about the reaction of people to your expectations, some humility would probably be necessary. Expectations. If you're in a leadership position, I encourage you today to simply establish with clear communication what you are expecting. I think we talked a little bit about that when we talked about how how's winning happen with discernment and Nick Saban. He was very clear with his expectations. Inside all these situations, coaches in the ACC are calling for clear expectations to be set, clear parameters to be set on the topic of court storming. The NFL draft. People try to put out scouting reports and set clear expectations of how they think a player should be performing. The definition of expectation is a belief or hope that something will happen. We all have beliefs and hopes about what should happen, even in this day. And guess what? I'm sure at least one or two things will come out of nowhere today, or in your definition of nowhere... And change what you thought or believed was going to happen. I'm sure that Bronny James was not expecting to have a heart issue before his freshman year of college basketball began. But in some ways, it would seem that people's expectations have not changed for this young man, even though he had a serious health setback. I would call that an unrealistic expectation. Things take time. And Brawny James is not LeBron James. Brawny James is six foot four, two hundred and ten pounds. LeBron James is six foot nine, like two sixty. They're very different basketball players. As a leader today, are your expectations clear to the people under your care? And are they realistic? Now, I know there's a lot of leadership theories out there. Like, oh, set set the goal just beyond reach so then people might reach the goal. Or whatever. Okay. Set a goal. Set a goal that stretches folks. But don't set a goal that destroys folks. And then tell them that you're doing some great leadership technique. Listen to their expectations of you as a leader. And then maybe build a plan. So that's first. As a leader in the various leadership roles that we have, are we communicating well or are we just gripping our expectations? Second, as somebody who's living under expectation, how 
Are you handling them? I would submit to you this Bible verse today. 1 Peter 5, 6, and 7. This was advice, actually, from Peter to young men, to young people. Likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. So, for younger people. But I think it, it'll apply to all of us. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him, because he cares for you. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Think about what you're carrying today. What expectations you feel on you today. What are they stirring in you? Are they stirring fear? Are they stirring faith in your heart? Are the expectations that are on you today on you today driving you towards despair and then you're trying to cope with all your feelings? I would encourage you today to be quick to cast all your anxieties on the Lord because he cares for you. Be sober-minded. Be watchful. What are we being watchful for? Well, I think we're being watchful for sin creeping into our lives because we're not handling expectations well. But you know what an amazing thing, an amazing person to be watchful for when we're feeling overwhelmed by the expectations that are on us? The person of Jesus Christ, because the Bible says that Jesus is returning one day and bringing a kingdom with him. So if you're having trouble with the expectations that are placed on you today, maybe by someone at work, maybe by someone at home, be watchful for Jesus Christ. Set your eyes on him. Absorb the truths of God's word. Humble yourself before the Lord. Turn off all the noises. Find some silence and cry out to God. And know that the devil is prowling around like a roaring lion. Can't expectations distract from actually doing the work? Can't we get so clinched up worrying about what other people's expectations are that we're not even effective at the task at hand? We can be so absorbed with thinking about what people are saying about us as a worker, a father, a husband, a, a wife, a, an athlete, that we stop doing the tasks that are required to actually be effective. And this is where I think First Peter gives us some really great advice. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility towards one another. Do you notice that it doesn't say there, clothe yourselves, all of you, with expectations toward one another? 
No, the Bible calls us to humility toward one another. God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Yes, clear expectations may be necessary to succeed. We talk about defining micro missions, macro missions, and big whys on this. Those are expectations. But I do think there also needs to be a mixture of grace towards others and quality communication inside this. So if you're feeling overwhelmed by expectations that others are putting on you today, I would encourage you to look for Jesus. To clothe yourself with humility. Don't take yourself too seriously. Maybe even laugh. Take someone to lunch and laugh today. And finally, what about the expectations you put on yourself? What kind of expectations do you think that Brownie James puts on himself? That Charlie Woods puts on himself? That these young men getting ready for the NFL draft put on themselves? I was listening to a podcast from Sports Spectrum, checking out Sports Spectrum. The Sports Spectrum podcast is really cool. I would recommend it to you. Uh, John Means, starting pitcher for the Baltimore Orioles, was the episode I was listening to. And he was talking about how in a game of failure, it's so hard to have good perspective. And really what was a turning point in his career was when he got into God's word at the beginning of every day. Because it helped to set his perspective for the day and it helped him to cope with the consistent failure of playing baseball. Baseball players let up runs, don't get hits, strike out. It is a game where people fail a lot more than they succeed. And he was talking about how difficult that is. How difficult it was to mentally stay in a healthy place amidst all the failure. And all the rhetoric around that failure that they hear from the media, from coaches, from teammates, encouraging one another, but also sometimes negative feedback. But he was talking about the pressure that he puts on himself to succeed. Which, I think that pressure can often be greater than any expectation that anybody else is putting on you. So today, I would encourage you to open God's word and reestablish your identity and the things that the Lord says about you. That you're deeply loved. If you're carrying a lot of shame today, I would encourage you to reestablish yourself in the truth that if you confess your sin, he is faithful and just to forgive that sin and to cleanse from all unrighteousness. 1 John 1.9 So, how are you handling expectations today? In the world of court storming, I think 
that I would be sad to see it banned. I also think that the players and coaches should be able to safely exit the court without fear of being assaulted or injured during the court storming. What's the middle ground? It's hard to know. It's hard to see. My inclination is not to ban court storming. I understand the legal ramifications. I understand what's at stake. But this, some of the great scenes in sports history are from people being on the court after the game, celebrating a huge victory. And uh, I would be sad to see that spectacle go. Because the money and the lawyers are running sports. At the same time, these athletes should not have to fear for their well-being. And my hunch is that court storming is probably going to be mitigated or banned in the NCAA. Because there's a lot of coaches who are mad about it right now. Although the ACC has said they're not taking action. As far as Bronny James goes... He is in a challenging position. I hope that Bronny James, if he doesn't know Jesus, I pray that he becomes a follower of Jesus. And if he does know Jesus, I pray that as he works through all the expectations that he's feeling in his life right now, He's quick to cast his anxieties on the Lord. And that runs true for each of us. When we are feeling anxious, when we're feeling tempted to anxiety by the expectations upon us or by the difficulty of having conversations about expectations, because who likes those? They can be pressure cookers, right? You know you need to have a conversation and it's hard. Oh, cast your anxieties on the Lord. And he will care for you. Be quick to pray. Be quick to be in his word. Charlie Woods. Let's applaud Charlie Woods for being 15 years old and good enough to even attempt to qualify for a PGA event. That's amazing. He's a 15-year-old young man. He's a talented kid. Let him love the game. One statement on Bronny James, one final statement, is LeBron was tweeting out, you know, in his defense, like, let him be a kid, uh, hard work, uh, earned, not given, some things like that. And that's fine. I LeBron's trying to protect his kid. There was a headline like three weeks ago 
that uh, LeBron bought him like a million dollar car or something. Like some crazy money, $700,000 car. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure that was given. Probably not earned. I think LeBron's sentiment of like, let him work hard and earn it. Like if he'd have bought him a rusty Honda Civic and made him drive that around USC. Maybe then I'd believe the whole earned, not given thing more. But uh, it just cracked me up. Like the kid's driving a supercar. But uh, it was earned. Well, maybe. Now, obviously, LeBron's done well and he wants to bless his family. So, but I I would love to see, I would love to see Bronny James driving around campus as a testament to his work ethic in a, in a rusty Honda Civic with like a hubcap missing and uh, a door that doesn't open and manual windows and like a tape deck. Okay, okay, I see you earning it out there. It probably won't happen. I just put an expectation on him, didn't I? I ended the show with an unreasonable expectation that LeBron James' son would drive a beater car. Well, on that note, I hope you have a great day. Thanks for tuning into this show. Go make plays. We are not just fans. Be watching for the Lord. Cast your anxieties on him today. And he will care for you. Praise God, Jesus is alive. Sins can be forgiven. He stands ready to save. I look forward to talking to you on Friday. I look forward to talking to you about things over the next couple of weeks that Pro Fan League will be rolling out. Have a great week. Thanks for your support.